and hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is, um, we're recording on September 12th, 2022, the weekend, the, not the week, the Monday after the weekend at Kansas and Laguna Seca, um, and you know what it means when it's Kansas, Alex went, <laughs> Jackson went, and if you're wondering who the hell is Jackson, I'm asking the same thing, who the hell is Jackson? Jackson Todd here with us once again, um, for like the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting up there in appearances. I know. Welcome back. You'll always be leading that leaderboard. Thanks. Oh yeah, I, our biannual <laughs> guest. No. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, I love a good Kansas weekend. I love a good GURP guest appearance. A GURP uh, guest appearance. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. It's a good time. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, you guys are going to talk about your weekend at Kansas, um, anything special that happened, um, and also the racing, which was, from what I saw, pretty good, but, um, honestly, y'all, what the hell is a motorsport? I've been, Splatoon 3 came out, girl, I have been grinding, I have not been paying attention to motorsports, um, that's Cap, actually. Zach is... Zach is only here because it's in his contract, so... (laughs) The contract. But contracts don't mean anything, Alex, so... I mean, yeah, we oh, oh. We, we, le- we have learned that. It's like you tweet, like, <laughs> we're, we're about to record this week's episode, and I'm like, um, I have not agreed to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. But, you yeah, we're going to talk about NASCAR else. Kansas, yep. and then later on, we'll talk about the big uh, Kyle Busch news that's finally been confirmed. It'll be confirmed when this goes up. And we'll talk about uh, the IndyCar finale. But... As Zach said, let's talk about NASCAR at Kansas. Jackson and I were there. This was a good race. Yeah. But, I mean, Zach, you wouldn't know. Well, no, but... I would know because I had it on while I was playing Splatoon, and I could see them going three wide in the corners and stuff. And the... they were going three wide. They were they were hitting it, man. They were doing some good racing. I'll tell you what. Um, there was even some comers and goers at the end of the race, like. Like, Bubba chased down whoever was leading. I don't remember. Um, Alex Bowman. Al- yeah. Right, Bowman. Because Bowman dominated that race, but Bubba chased him down and obviously just flat out won the race. Um, what yeah, I... Sorry, go ahead. There, was, there wasn't a yellow the whole final stage, was there? No, there wasn't. Right? Because stage two had, like, 15 yellows, and then stage the final stage, it was just flat out. Yeah. I'm so glad that's how that worked out, too. I was like, I really want a long green run. I want green flag pit stops. Because, honestly, the first half of the race was really... They couldn't really get into a rhythm. because they're just, No. First of all, they had the competition caution. I left 25 because it rained the night before. Annoying. Remember when they used to do that every week? <laughs> I don't, don't talk, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. But... <laughs> That was that was the worst era. The, the, it was the weird NASCAR like, like literally NASCAR should have like closed down in 2021. They were so bad. <laughs> but but no, the first half of the race had so many cautions. But you know, this didn't didn't really feel like anyone wanted to win this race because Tyler Reddick started on pole and seemed to be the car to beat early on. He spins and hits the wall. And by the way, I think that changed this whole race. I think Tyler Reddick probably would have led 200-plus laps in this race, the way his car was looking. Yeah, because not only was he on pole, but also, like, uh, in the practice session, he had, like, 
they do the like best 10 consecutive laps which is like something that i look at weekly for like fantasy lineups because like that's you, you gotta you gotta have a good long like one lap is gonna put you on the practice leaderboard but the 10 lap can actually tell you some information and he was way like half a mile an hour faster than like everybody on that leaderboard and like obviously once the race started like once they got past like the restart he was like fine and cruising like it was it was he it was his race to lose and he lost it yeah and then then it looked like alex bowman might have had the best car but then i think it was stage later in stage one he kind of fell back i'm not sure what happened but then he won stage two and i don't know it was really interesting there was like no clear front runner in this race besides reddick who was out early but i'll tell you what I think the best car in traffic was Bubba Wallace because that 45, every time you would watch him, he was passing. He had to come back from like a penalty, right? He had a loose wheel. Yeah. yeah, In the, it was somewhere in, I don't remember which one, but it was one of those stage two. It was mid to early in stage two. It was, um, yeah, a loose on the left side. He had a loose tire. I remember watching the battle and he came back down. I remember watching the battle with him and I think Larson and somebody else. Um, like, yeah, he he proved it, right? Like him having to yeah. come back from that penalty and then flat out just yeah. beating everybody, which I think is just really good for him and that team because there's obviously controversy around him anytime he b- breathes. Um, that's just how it is. So that's and that's really good. This performance by Bubba, I really don't think he could have done this in May. Because we saw in the May race at Kansas, yeah. he probably had the best car. Yeah. Several pit issues. He got so mad on the radio that I don't. I just don't think he could have done it. But he managed to yeah. keep himself cool and drove right back up there. And when he got to third, he had to pass. I think mentioned it, Zach. He passed around Larson and I think Byron. I yeah. Think he had to do Larson the and Byron. Cars were fast. They were all yeah. up there. And. But yeah, Toyota, talk about Toyota, they were not up front all race at all, except for Christopher Bell, who won stage one. This looked like a yeah. Hendrick Motorsports day for quite a while. Except Chase yeah. Elliott. I don't know where Chase Elliott was. <laughs> he was Chase, just gone. Asleep. Right. Chase, yeah, Chase wasn't really up there. And then, yeah, and then Bell really was, I guess it was kind of, it was just Bell and Bubba until the end. Then Denny showed up. But Trek, I guess Trek was running top ten. He led, didn't he? Lead Trex led for a little bit. Yeah, Trex led for a little bit. I think in part of that stage two shuffle around. But and then Truex yeah, I mean, had that. Uh, did Truex have a loose tire too? Loose wheel. He had. He had. He had a. He had something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Blaney had a slow pit stop or a loose wheel as well. He had something up. And Bubba had something up too. So many. And that's what was crazy. Yeah. Because, like, Bubba was a front runner and he had problems. Like, Blaney was in the top 10 all day and had problems. Truex was in the top 10 all day and had problems. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., out of nowhere, wrecking in practice from the back, he got to the front and then had problems. Reddick had problems. It looks like Ricky like, Stenhouse Jr. could have won this race at one point. There's no damn weird. way that yeah. car is legal. There's no damn way. There's a zero percent <laughs> chance. I'm sorry. Texted, That's crazy. I text Jackson. I like, say you texted what? Ricky Stenhouse? Like <laughs> No. I texted Jackson and was like, why is Stenhouse so good? And then he hit the wall. So I was like, well, never mind. But 
Really good run for that 47. Really random. That was like their best run in like yeah. years. Um, yeah, because even like, which is strange because I feel like they are the kind of team that like next gen like could have like yeah. was supposed to help or whatever because they're that like mid to bottom tier. It helped and, everyone um, else. <laughs> like literally has, everybody like, else. It has literally helped everyone else because they, yeah, they haven't been able to because they're they're basically at the Rick Ware tier. Like yeah. Ricky's average finish oh is twenty second. Like, I would call that, that Rick Ware yeah. tier, but maybe not Rick Ware tier, but right above them. Like that's it's like bad. It's that's the very, last. Yeah, that's the slowest you can be before like being like you're a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which uh, honestly, yeah. maybe they are Rick Ware tier cars, but Stenhouse is actually like a fine enough driver that he's putting them above. I mean, maybe, because he was at Roush when they were starting to go down. Yeah. But that was cool to see, but then he hit the wall, and it kind of derailed that day. Um, Someone else we want to talk about is uh, Ross Chastain, because uh, once again, he was a character to watch. He made a four wide on one of those restarts into turn two. I can't believe they didn't wreck there. And then I believe it was shortly after he took Bubba Wallace, who was in the middle, by the way, and Kevin Harvick three wide. Yeah. And just kind of drifted up the track. And, and right. Bubba scraped the wall and Harvick, it just pushed him straight into the wall. Right. Nowhere Cause, to go. Because Chastain did the, I mean, he looked like just somebody on iRacing that didn't know what they were doing. Like, because yeah. he tried to do the thing where, like, you know, you clear off the corner. That's, you know, that's what you do. You, you rise up and you clear off the corner. And then it's like, I don't know if he thought he was further ahead of Bubba and not like even. Maybe he didn't realize how even they were because yeah. then, yeah, it, I, 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 also, I mean, just put Harvick in the wall. That's all it did. And, and, but because if Bubba, if Harvick stayed in it, then all three of them have their day end. And I think that was just like, I don't know. I feel bad for Harvick because he's the one that like backed out, but then he's also the one that ended up ending his day. And now Harvick's like in a must-win. Harvick's yeah. like in a must-win for Bristol now, and like neither issue, neither issue, whether race one or race two of the playoffs has been Harvick's fault. Yeah. His car catches yeah. on fire, explodes, and then he gets shoved into the wall, car destroyed. Like that's got to be so frustrating for Kevin Harvick, especially with the After momentum he's on these tirades. Like yeah, yeah the momentum yeah. that they got now. They, well, I mean, at least, like, he almost won at Bristol last year, so at least it's a track he can win at. But that has not been the team this year to just go out and win, you know? Like, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they like, have twice. They The good thing about them is that they were put under pressure about making the playoffs, and they knocked off two wins. They're under pressure now. They got to win at Bristol. Mm-hmm. I mean... They're the team to do it. It's very much how they were in 2014, even though that was like a whole different era ago. But yeah, like I wouldn't count them out or anything. But they'll be he'll be up front. Like Harvick's been Harvick's been mad because he's been ranting in the media about safety. He's been mad on social media, just saying whatever the hell he wants. Which good for him. He should. Yeah, that's um, how I use social media. <laughs> yeah. Um. And go back to Ross Chastain. Should he be worried? Should Ross Chastain be worried? Because um, he goes into Bristol 26 points to the good. And he has, like, what, eight guys who want to pay him back? I, I mean... I think... 
If it'll co- it, they will if they need to, but I don't think anyone's gonna go out of their way to do it. Yeah. Here's the thing though: I, by the time we get to Martinsville, someone's gonna need to move him. Like they like yeah they need to. However, if I'm Ross Chastain, I'm worried about the fact that I'm ninth in points. Yeah. Like you need to get your ass together. <laughs> I think. I, mean, I think yeah. the fact he's. I think the fact he's twenty six up. If he can just get like. A stage point here, a stage point there. Like, I don't think, I think, I think the bubble is too tight. Like, there's so much going on down below. Because he's, like, the last driver that's, like, a decent amount above the cut line. Because below him, like, it's yep. single digits. I'll tell you what. So, you know, I think he can just kind of cruise around, mind his business. Although, I could see him, he would be the exact, he, he would do the kind of thing where he's way more aggressive than he needs to be in this. And then someone does put him in the wall, and then he yeah. does miss the cut. Like he pokes by the his own doing. For no reason. Yeah. Here's the for thing. no reason. I could the, see that. The only yeah. driver that's going to wreck that one car is Ross Chastain. I could totally see He's that. He's going to wreck. Yep. He did, he does not know how to finish races this year. I'm sorry. He he. Yeah. There's a big potential for him to easily lose those 26 points. But oh yeah. Um, as long as he keeps his nose clean, I think he'll be fine. But. Who on Twitter That's a tall yesterday? Task for Ross Chastain. Someone That's on a tall Twitter task. yesterday they commented on that incident, and they're like, "It's not even like aggression; it's just carelessness." And yeah. I love that yeah. because yeah. I think it describes so much of the the problems we've had with driving habits in all top three of the NASCAR series. It's not even aggression; it's just carelessness. They do not care what yeah. happens around them, mm-hmm. right? So hmm. that's my opinion. No, that is a good way to put it. I agree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about, since we're talking about the playoff points, and then we'll talk more about Bubba winning the race. That was really cool. Uh, playoff points. Uh, Christopher Bell is the only driver locked into the next round. Period, uh, who, had, sis. who predicted that? Anyone yeah. predict that? Because <laughs> I did not. I think some people had Bell out in round one. Did y'all hear my goofy, cough? But... No. Okay, never mind. I thought I heard it. Sorry. Anyways, no, you. I muted. You muted yourself. You're. Good. I thought I heard it. I was so scared. Sorry. I mean, so Christopher Bell. I mean, yeah, Christopher Bell. He's secretly been one of the best DGR cars. He has been the like, best number DGR one. Car. He's he's actually in the playoffs. Number two, he's actually going to drive for them next year. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And number three, he wasn't like twenty fifth in points all year. <laughs> Woo, we just roasted. We just handed them out flops of the week to the entirety of JGR. That's not Christopher Bell. We but, just ate them up. You're right, though, because you're right. Yeah. He's the yeah. most well-rounded JGR driver. Honestly, he is. He's really coming into his own. Christopher Bell is, and very quietly, just... very quietly. I have yeah. There were times I thought Bell hey, was going to win the race. Yeah, what's up? Kansas was his 100th start. That's was crazy. it? Which is the threshold that I... That's that's what's the threshold is 100 starts, and that's when they start to pop off, and that's exactly where oh Bell is at right now. Chase Elliott won in his, like, 100th start, almost, or it was, like, before it? Yeah, because it's the whole, the whole thing. My whole thing is that drivers typically get their second career win and their 100th start, and then they're kind of just on from there. Like, you can move on, and then they just boom, 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 boom. Like, you kind of fluke into, like, your first one, 
generally, or it's kind of a weird win. And then like your second win and on, that's when it gets consistent because that's, I mean, that's how it is for this generation, at least. And Christopher Bell, he won in his 92nd start and his 100th start was this past weekend. Wow. So that's you're an... exactly right on it that he's coming into his own. Same this thing with one, Reddick. 102. This 100 start stat that you've told me about forever now is my favorite thing because it always happens. <laughs> yeah, it just, like, and it's, I mean, it's oh, so cool. Yeah, so I think that's a, you're exactly right. Bell coming into his own hundred start. It all hundred start. It wow. all is perfect. Man, I'm gonna be curious how Cendric is when he gets there. Off topic a little bit, but Austin Cendric's been a really solid yeah. rookie. I'm really curious how he's gonna be at around his hundred start in like two years, so, three years. Yeah, because he's a, he's at 35 right now. Yeah. So like yeah, two years. So two more seasons. So right. yeah, I think he could be really good. But um, yeah. let's talk about the playoffs. Um, as we said, Bell is the only one locked in. The 45 car uh, is locked into the owner's playoffs. I'm sure NBC had a fun time explaining the differences between <laughs> that. I, I, I saw a tweet yesterday because, what, did Ty Gibbs wreck or something yesterday? Yeah, Ty yes. Gibbs. Yeah, he did. Someone on Twitter made a joke like, all the people that don't pay attention are cheering that Bubba wrecked when it's not even Bubba <laughs> in the 23. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. Come to find um, out, I bet someone was at Kansas yesterday. They're like, oh, I'm yeah, sure. Kurt Busch won, right? Oh, I guarantee you. And then I'm Bubba sure. gets out of the car. I knew they would have been pissed. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to say something, but I will not say it. Uh, was it what you, te- what you texted? Yeah, it is what I texted you. <laughs> oh, I didn't get texted. It's okay. It's fine. I'll text you. I'll text you after, Bestie. You weren't there. It's okay. Oh, Sorry. I'll involve you. It's okay. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So the points, uh, as we said, Chastain is 26 up. Everyone above Chastain is 26 or more. Uh, Suarez plus six. Reddick plus two. Reddick's still above the cut line after his issue. Cendric uh, plus two. Kyle Busch, minus two. He spun on his own off of uh, turn four, entering the trioval. He's done that a lot this year. Kyle Busch has just <laughs> spun on his own. Um, interesting. Uh, Kyle Busch's future teammate is minus three back. Shut up! Uh, Chase Briscoe is minus nine. I was just thinking about that, because I'm like, what happens this weekend? They make this announcement. We'll get to it in the T, and, they're, 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 and, then, uh-huh. and then they just, they're just fighting for that last playoff spot. <laughs> the drama, man. The drama. That's drama. Um, That's T. Chase Briscoe's minus nine. Uh, he was up in the top five at one point, and I don't know where he went. Uh, and Kevin Harvick is minus 35. So Harvick in a must win. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think Briscoe's probably done. Uh, Kyle Busch's yeah. future teammate's probably done. Uh, I think Kyle Busch can still make it in. Bristol's probably his yeah. best track. But yeah, um, we'll see. I, I still think Suarez could end up slipping out of this. Yeah, I think agree. I it's I think it will be very difficult for Kyle Busch to miss. I think Kyle Busch is going to make his way back up. Two points, like, that's a stage. Kyle Busch would need, like, a mechanical failure, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Again, it's like, and it's going to yeah. be, yeah, I think I think Reddick will be able to hang on. I think Cendric and Suarez are who's actually in danger. I agree. And if Harvick wins, then I might be worried oh, again. Then it, or like Chastain, yeah, right. you know, if like Chastain has an issue, it's going to put him closer. Here's the thing, I, though. This is so hard to predict because all these teams keep having issues, and I have no idea what this Bristol race is going to look like. But I have no well, idea. Yeah. If it ears towards the side of chaos, it's going to be wacky. Like we could have, 
some dumb drivers. And when I say dumb, I mean mm-hmm. it's like it's dumb that they're out of the playoffs this early. We yeah. get one. It's happened before. It's happened many like, times. We could see Austin Dillon in the round of 12. Which I I would not like. Yeah, I I would yeah. not be a fan of that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be really and tight. Bristol's gonna be really interesting because we haven't had raced on it in this car like proper Bristol. Right. So it's like, are we gonna have a Martinsville situation? Um, Danny B talks on Twitter actually put out a tweet saying like oh, he's so excited that this is gonna be like an all timer race, and I was like I don't know because Martinsville's it's, like you know. Yeah. But then he pointed out, like, well, the flat tracks are what's been bad with the Gen 7. The cars with banking have been pretty good. And I was like, oh, okay, like, we'll see. Like, that's a good point. Is it? Um, I don't know. I, I'm, try- I'm trying not to have any expectations. I uh, I really do hope that it's good. I love Bristol. I don't want it to suck. If Bristol's bad, NASCAR got to change them. Like, now. Um, <laughs> if Kevin Harvick catching on fire I- wasn't enough, Bristol being yeah. bad should be enough reason i looked because i was curious last year 10 of the top 12 finishers were playoff drivers oh really and that's with (laughs) all the bullshit that happened i need to stop cussing that's with all the bs that happened with um harvick and elliott too right yeah yeah so So, i think if if that happened last year and i mean yeah i think it'll i think the thing is that like a non-playoff driver moving a playoff driver out of the way. Like, I don't think... Like, I feel like the playoff drivers, they have more leeway to use the bumper in kind of just, like, random, just, like, during, like, the flow of the race moments, whereas, like, a non-playoff driver isn't, like, going to necessarily... Like, Eric Jones isn't going to move, like, Austin Dillon out of the way, but it could happen the other Unless way, you know? Ross like, Chastain. I think that's kind of yeah. the, like... Everyone, I think, you know... Everyone hates Ross Chastain. They it goes back to Ross right. Chastain. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. like, let's say Kyle Busch is still minus two, 30 to go. He needs one more point, and right. Ross Chastain's in front of him. He'll move Ross Chastain Oh, out yeah. Of the way. Oh, yeah. Ross is gone. Like, he's gone. Yeah. He's going to be in the wall, so... Ross is, like... Ross is basically <laughs> driving without car insurance right now. That's kind of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah. great analogy. Zach. I think that's... The, yeah, that's a good... He's driving without car insurance. That's gotta be in the fucking... That's, I cussed again. That's gotta be in the tweet title. We gotta write that down. Yeah, write that down. That's good. Um, Let's actually talk about the race winner of Kansas. Because I wanted to talk about it for a while. That's why we didn't start with it. Bubba Wallace won this race... And 2311 swept the Kansas races this year. And we now have 18 different winners. 19 if you can include the all-star race with Blaney. Wow. Bubba Wallace. If you, count, race. If you count the duels, you oh. have 20. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Roush sympathizer. Um, <laughs> so, Bubba Wallace has been... I, I believe he has the best average finish of like the last eight races. I saw a stat like that. Yeah, earlier. I believe it. Really? And he, yeah. I mean, other than Watkins Glen, his only other finish outside the top fifteen. You have to go back to, you have to go back to Road America to find his that's last finish outside the top fifteen. That's not Watkins Glen. And so uh, he's been on fire. Bubba could have won um, Michigan a few weeks ago. He was really right there. He's been top ten. I feel like every week lately. I is Jackson is Bubba Wallace getting close to start one hundred? He well, he's passed it. Yeah, because okay. he's been racing for okay. it. He's at 
So Bubba, this was he won. He got a second career win and start one seventy six. So yeah, his I feel his like Talladega win. His Talladega win take was one forty three start. Okay, right. So that's where it kind of gets like like Eric Jones. Yeah, it's 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 really hard with you got to figure out like how much to weigh. Like okay, so okay, I'd say is do we want to make a comparison to like an Alex Bowman maybe? Sure. Because Alex Alex Bowman's second career win was 156. So I I could say that so far to this point, both spending some time in some junk mobiles and now moving on to some better equipment, I would would, kind of put him in like an Alex Bowman lane right now. Right. So if if we're doing that, then yeah, he's going to get... On a Bowman pace, he would get like three wins next year. I could see it. I really That's could see it. That's what was next up for Bowman. So, and heck, Bowman's I, I second win was like probably around his 100th in the Hendrick equipment. Honestly. I would say so. Yeah. It would take me a minute to look at the exact numbers, but based on what I see on my little spreadsheet here, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But 2311, the 45 car, the number, uh, swept the Kansas races. That's a really interesting stat that 2311, this new team, uh, both their wins this year are both at Kansas. I'm really curious as to why that is. Because I know Toyota was really good here in the spring. They weren't dominant here this time, but they were good. I'll tell you what. It's, just, it's really interesting. Toyota yeah. think... is so fast, but what do they have to show for it in terms of wins? Like, not That's that much. That's a good question. Two wins from 2311. Oh. Kyle Busch won at Dirt Bristol. Truex hasn't done anything. Right. Hamlin's the only right. one to really get a lot of wins for them. And then we go back to Bell. <laughs> and then Bell's got, you know, New Hampshire. He's chilling. But, like... Bell's been the consistent one at Toyota. Yeah. Like, no, they rarely end up in the victory lane. It, well, not rarely, yeah. of yeah. course. But it's, like, not we'll... as much as you feel like it. Yeah, some of that has been their pit crew disasters because yeah, that true, just seems true. to be all of them across the board. Like, well, twenty three eleven, Bubba Wallace could have won Kansas in the spring. He could have won the six hundred, like if he had competent pit crews at that time. It's like we've I, seen I, the potential from Bubba all year. Just for this I, past the summer, late summer stretch to now has really been. He's finally think, getting a good pit crew, and, and the, he's running well too. I think it should scare, to- like, obviously they were good this weekend, but at the May Kansas race, it like, it wasn't even, they were six of the top seven. Whereas this weekend, like we said, Hendrick was there with them and like mm-hmm. Bubba and then they had to, it seemed like they had to work a little bit more for it to stay in front of those Chevy guys. It, it was more of a drive, I think, from the Toyotas this time. I think that was a little different. Like they're, maybe they got a little too comfortable at that maybe. point. Maybe. Um, but yeah, Bubba Wallace, um, the reaction from the crowd, I was really worried about it. It was actually really good, uh, in person. Yeah. actually got a lot of cheers. (laughs) Yeah. Kansas City's uh... nice, man. I love Kansas City. (laughs) Yeah. Alex spent like two days here and (laughs) or Zach spent two days here and it's all of it. Yes. Zach, you gotta, I gotta take you to Kansas sometime. We gotta do it. Um, but yeah, Bubba Wallace, the crowd reaction was really good, like really loud yeah. cheers. And something I noticed with this race, I don't know if you noticed this too, Jackson. This was probably the 
youngest and most diverse crowd I've seen at a Kansas race. And by that, I mean, like, there's actually black people there. There's actually, like, Hispanic people there, you know? Because you really never see them at NASCAR races. Or at least at Richmond, I'm trying... Well, but I don't like, know. I don't remember, honestly. In my my section was probably mostly people under the age of thirty. That, that has now that's crazy. Happened. That's crazy. I had that is I would say my section was not like that, but I did have the people that ended up sitting next to us. It was their first race. It mm-hmm. was like, um, it was like how Kansas. You know how they have like that that like stage out on the midway. It was like they had like a dance group perform, and it was like this daughter and her mom. So it was like their first ever like event and so they're asking me all these questions about it yeah um but like they, they were interested and they had they had they didn't stay the whole time but yeah um these but yeah i think i don't know if i would go out and declare that but if that's what you saw in your section then like yeah that's that's neat like when bubba took the lead there were about 10 people like people of color younger people people with blue hair <laughs> Oh my god! But they were like cheering and fist bumping, and I'm like, oh my god! Ten in the whole crowd, or like, (laughs) just like in my little area. I'm I'm just kidding. But there were ten people in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) But but for real though, like that's not what I expected when Bubba took the lead from Bowman. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. The people in front of me were. Probably like twenty five and. Well, how do you boo him anyways? We're watching for the first well, time. Well, yeah, yeah, there were boos during driver intros for him. But how do you it boo was. him after he? Maybe they right. after, after, like after that. he won. How yeah, you going? How like, you going to even boo him? Because he just he just won that race. Like he, just he won that race. Won the right. race. He yeah. won right. that like, race. Like and that's the other thing is that Bubba won without rain. It wasn't at Daytona or Talladega. There were no cautions in the last stage. Literally, no (laughs) cautions in the stage three. No, there wasn't even anything close. There wasn't any like. He took this win. He took this race. He pulled away. He had to pass the reigning champion Kyle Larson. He passed Byron. He passed Hendrick. He passed Gibbs. He and pulled away. Yeah. Like it didn't work. And by the way, Denny Hamlin, who's won more races at Kansas and, than anyone lately, now that's was what chasing him say. down at the end. That's what they're going to say. Yeah. Like, oh, no, nah, Denny, like, let him win. That's what they're going to say. No, that's what they're oh going to say. There's always going to be something. Oh, my God. Well, I think yeah, it was also, but... like, I think another thing on top of it is, like, there was, like, tire wear yesterday, and they were, like, riding next to the wall. Like, it was a drive. It wasn't, like, a end of Gen 6 there when they kind of just rode around, like, yeah, it was like you had to wheel the thing to it the wall. It wasn't Kansas twenty twenty. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was awful. Um, but yeah, really happy for Bubba Wallace. Um, eighteen different winners this year. Do you think we'll hit twenty? Duels do not count, Zach. Um, well, you have to find two drivers. Like Truex is probably going okay. to get a win. Like, Truex, Blaney, hey, Blaney, exactly. Truex and Blaney. There you go. Yeah, or. Like but Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Stenhouse at Talladega, you could throw in um, yeah, Brad Keselowski, oh, Harrison Busher, like Chris, okay, Michael yeah, McDowell could win the Roval, like Almondinger could win the Roval, like it's like it's yeah, we're, we're I think it's like twenty three. I don't know, I don't care. I'm over. Okay, it. well that happen. It's this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, right, think um, there, I think there's definitely there's gonna be there's gonna be one more new winner at least at least between tricks. 
And I think Blaney, I think, yeah, I think yeah. Blaney could win one of these or, I mean, yeah, Blaney or Trix will definitely win before the season's over. I think it'll be very funny. It would be very funny if Ryan Blaney won the championship without winning a race in a year of so many winners. That would be hilarious. hilarious. That, that would be, of, yeah, of all the years to have a non no, no. do it. And the 45 car wins the owner's championship then, too. Oh, oh. Because right, Blaney, remember the 12 car is not even in the owner's championship. That's either. right. Right, that's right, right, right. So, I want this Oh to my god, I think that needs, I'm uh, rooting for Blaney, but he can't win. Yeah, he just can't, he has been a second. you every week. It's like, it's like a YouTube, a gaming YouTube video, like, win the NASCAR Cup Series championship without winning a race. Challenge. <laughs> that's Ryan Blaney, that's actually, that's actually oh what gosh. race for the championship is, the show. It's just that, they're going to change the title once it's over. Yes. They don't want to spoil it. <laughs> um, before we move on to the T, uh, talk about our at track experience for a second. Um, I did meet up with Jackson. We did meet up. We chatted for a second. Uh, we took our by our tri annual photo because we took one at oh, Iowa yeah. too with Zach there. Biannual photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we chit chatted. Um, I also went to the tweet up. Uh, Jeff Gluck and Bob Pockers tweet up. Uh, Jeff Gluck uh, was like, are you new, Gaiden? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> and I, I told Brooke about this. I told Jackson this, too, that um, he's like, have you ever met Brooke? And I'm like, no. Oh, my God. Brooke is famous. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, he told me some tea about Brooke. It's it's funny. Um, I, don't, I won't share it if Brooke doesn't want me to. But it was it was funny. Um, hi, Jeff Gluck, if you're listening. Um, I asked for <laughs> tips about podcasts, and you gave very helpful tips. Thank you. Um, but then Bob Pockers was there, and I'm actually going to refer to some things Bob Pockers said at the tweet-up in the tea, because uh, Bob spilled some tea. That's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about at track experience, Jackson? Um, I was a little worried on Friday. Friday mm -hmm. and on Friday, it was it was not a pleasant experience. I don't know if it's just because I was in a bad mood, but like, it's grumpy. I don't, it was truck night. Like, none of the concessions were open. Like, oh, there was. Really? Oh. It was yeah. There was I guess not zero, but there was like, there they was won. one at the start finish line, and there was nothing on the turn four side, like past that. How and was I the was, truck race? The truck race. I don't know. I had fun because it was the fuel mileage, right? <laughs> so it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't well, know. I have yeah, fun. I, yeah, I enjoy it, and I think that's the difference about being at the track. It makes it just makes everything, everything is just better. Like, go if you yeah. have a track near you, like you need to go to a race. Like, and if you can, like we have like the scanner and we listen to like, yeah. like we'll basically pick one of like our guys that's in like the top ten, and then you like listen to them for the stint. And like we were listening to Bubba for that entire like final stage, and you get to hear the difference between like. Like, what does Joey Logano's, like, radio sound like? Like, he is constantly getting updates. Like, there's, like, Potter's always saying something, whereas Bubba just wants it, like, silent and just, like, go. That would and, be like, you get to hear that, and you get to hear, like, them talk about fuel mileage and, like, gaps and, like, seeing all of that at track and, like, watching all the pieces come together. Yeah. Like, that's what I enjoy most about, like, a race weekend. And, like, that's, like, what the truck race, yeah. race was. I now, the Xfinity race, yeah. Xfinity race where they didn't even get to halfway... 
that I'm so feels glad like that I didn't go Saturday. Robbed. Yeah, that was that was. I just not played worth it. And Gregson ended up winning. Like, yeah, you you didn't miss much. It was cool. To, I mean, and even like, here's another thing that annoys me. It was kind of, it was kind of this kind of happened in Iowa too. If you guys, I guess you guys, I guess you guys, you were in the infield for qualifying, but like the scoring pylon. Oh my god! Like they wouldn't. I like in Iowa, it was a problem where I don't I I don't remember what it ended up being, but it was like. It was only telling you, like, it was their fastest overall lap, which wasn't telling yeah. you the different days. And I get that's a weird situation, but I feel like they should have picked. You they should have picked something and made it that. It was hard to whatever. But at Kansas, what they were doing is they had Group A and Group B, right? Yeah. So you had the Group A go, and the Group B was like sometimes showing up on the pylon. It was like almost like I don't mean the only way I can think of describe it is like they were like Photoshop layers. And, like, sometimes, like, some numbers were coming up and some others weren't. So, like, half of it was, like, Group A cars and half of it was Group B cars. But it wasn't like they were sorting. It was like they were on top of each other. And, like, it was changing which ones would, like, show up. Oh. So that that kind of, like, whole experience of being there for qualifying is because you had no... Like, if I, I, I pulled my phone out and whatever and had the timing pulled up. But, like, yeah, you didn't... That's what you have to do. It's, huh. it's just like it's just one of those things of like why we it's just, it seems like such an easy pylons, fix. Scoring pylons never do their job. I feel like anymore. right, and it seems like it should be so easy, like the such only, an easy thing to like. The only good scoring pylon is the one at Indianapolis. I said it. That they just need to put they that one high tech. all the tracks. Yeah, it's high tech. Honestly, with all of these like renovations that NASCAR's been doing at their tracks, like it feels like that should be included in one of these like. Yeah, I don't know if like, I feel Richmond's like they, Phoenix has it, one or not. It's such but. a it's such like a simple thing, but it really is like and like those people were asking me like what car was in the lead and I was like, Oh well you look at the the thing yeah. out there, it tells you like in order and like yeah. it's a good way to just like check. It's just that was just if I had to do like one at track thing, it's like the pylon. That's what y'all need to put your money towards. Yeah, fix the pylon. All right, all right, I anyway, ready to go on. on. Yeah. All right, y'all. Oh, you're good. You're good. We will see you after the break. All right. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is time for the tea, where we talk about all the latest motorsports gossip and somewhat news. Um. Yeah. Of course. Um. This season's tea regular, the main antagonist, or the no, sorry, <laughs> the main protagonist of the tea, Kyle Busch. Um. This saga starting to wrap up. We're in about the fi- the second to last episode, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's apparently reported by Jordan Bianchi and others. Um, he's going to RCR. Um, I um, I will say I was wrong. I'll come out and say it. I was wrong. Now listen, nothing's in writing yet. <laughs> I think if it is. I think it is an in writing because Kyle Bush says he has an announcement coming tomorrow. Well, Maybe I he's also to say have an I'm not going to RCR. Oh, you have an announcement tomorrow? Yes. I'm saying that this is only happening because Tyler Reddick pissed off Richard Childress. Because yeah, Richard, he, yeah, this is Richard, yeah. this is his rebound. <laughs> Him spending an unreasonable amount of money to get yes. Kyle Bush is yes. his rebound. Yep. I 100% agree. 100%. He thinks he's yeah. about doing something big and bad by getting Kyle Busch. Yes. Yeah. I. So if you've listened to the Gay Racing Podcast, you know I've had this theory that Kyle was going to go to Stuart Haas Racing and Ford was going to throw a bunch of money as they don't have a development program. Guess that's not happening. 
Um, I feel like they're kind of stupid for not just yeah. pouring an endless amount of money, but whatever. What, Kyle Larson should have went to SHR. Kyle Bush should have went to SHR. SHR don't want nobody but Cole Custer and Eric Amarola. They really don't. What are they they doing? really. They only <laughs> want them. They don't want anybody do. else. They barely change yeah. their driver roster. They really do, though. It's so. It it really is so strange. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they don't I, care about nobody else but Kevin Harvick and Cole no, Custer. <laughs> like Eric was literally trying to leave, and they're like, "No, Kyle, we need the Smithfield paycheck." Yeah, Almirola was trying to run out the door, he and wanted to go home. He wanted to go home. Okay, so RCR. Um, if you listen to the pod, I've been like, I don't believe this because. The reasoning Reddick is leaving, it sounded like, per Reddick, was that he wanted a long-term deal to stay there, and Childress said he couldn't afford it. Is That's I, what it sounded was I, why Reddick left. I think I, I, I want to I speculate a layer underneath that. Okay, and go for it. You will, Tyler Reddick, although he is the better driver at RCR, he will not be treated like the top driver at RCR. For obviously, sure. Right? Like, that's, that's going there. Austin Dillon is the golden boy there, and Reddick does not. Reddick is, I would, I would think someone of Reddick's talent would be like over that. Like, yeah. he could be a number one driver, like, and he wants to go to 2311 and be treated with, I expect, more respect than he's getting behind Austin Dillon. And that's, that's all an, that's all speculation, but I, yeah. I, that would be my guess. That's another reason I didn't think Kyle Bush would go to RCR. But it's like yeah, I think yeah. even Richard almost has to well, I don't know because Kevin Harvick Kevin Harvick there, was there. When Harvick yeah. was there, it's like, yeah, no, my grandson's kind of more important. So yeah. I don't know. It's like cause you almost but can't is, is Richard is Richard's ego over the Reddick situation enough to put Austin Dillon, like to put his grandson on the, Maybe. you know, like, this is all it's. Ugh. I'd say 80%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know. Cause that definitely is what happened. He's in fact, this probably is not a smart decision. I don't, I don't see how it is. How I don't, I don't think it's financially probably a smart idea for Maybe he has a lot more money. Chill- for Childress, I don't think this is a smart idea. But for Kyle Busch, I get it. Because the eight car, that car can win every week right now. Yeah. and I get it. And culture-wise, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, Dale Earnhardt used to mm-hmm. be there. Richard Childress is kind of a no-Fs-given owner. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think it's honestly a pretty good fit. Surprisingly. Yeah. Like, um, they can I, find sponsors. I agree. They can find sponsors for him. I mean, It's, it's not going to happen. But... I really wish Kyle Busch would go to the three car. That would be the funniest thing to ever happen in NASCAR. So we need Austin Dillon to get injured gracefully. Oh, no. Gracefully. And then... Zach, you can't just say this. (laughs) Sorry. We need Austin Dillon to... He, he can get the three in the owner's place. After he wins, basically... Yes, he needs to go to Formula One midway through the season. <laughs> and then Kyle Busch has to drive the three car for owner's points. There we go. There we go. Or, Figured it out. What or, if they do something like that? What if it's like Austin's not qualified for the clash or something, which I, he will be. But Kyle Busch is, so they put him in the three car. That'd be so funny. <laughs> that'd be so funny. Um, God. Okay, 
So, but there's also this twist here that it seems unknown um, that Childress is interested in having a third charter. But those are like $20 million right now. Is Richard Childress going to fork over $13 million for Kyle Bush well, and then pay an additional $20 million for a charter just to keep Tyler Reddick for a year? For one year, yeah. Like, I think, okay. This is to be. If this is what happens. This is the pettiest thing ever. He's just blowing millions of dollars for no reason. Just to get he acting Toyota. petty right now. He's not acting childress. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. I'm I thinking don't get this, it. I'm thinking about this on the fly here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Maybe it does make sense for him to buy a third charter because you've got Austin Hill and Sheldon Creed in the Xfinity series right now for RCR. Oh and my gosh! Wow! Is, awesome. <laughs> and if KBM is going to become part of this Chevy ladder, then okay. suddenly you're going to have more Chevy talent coming up, okay. and maybe it would make sense for them to have a third charter. Cooking. So, I think in that yeah. scenario, I would say Chevrolet should be forking over the money for the charter. Right. So maybe Chevy will be, because maybe this is all part of this deal with Chevy and KBM. Maybe there's, I could see, I, I think there's some pieces here that could get. That could get plugged in. I uh, am so Reddit so... could be there for this next year. And then yeah. you put one of these Chevy development guys because I don't, maybe that's part of Richard Childress recognizing. I mean, like, cause I don't know. Gregson's going to petty GMS. And if Richard, Richard wants to reassert himself as a behind Hendrick or whatever, you know, I'll I tell you what, Richard Childress kind of coming together here. The next saga of the T will be Richard Childress and how he's taking over NASCAR. He's the next anime antagonist. He's gonna take over NASCAR. Like that's him. We thought we thought Ford was gonna do that. Nope. It's gonna be Richard. Richard Richard Childress has been the villain this entire time. (laughs) The plot twist. Um, I am so curious on what is going on with this story. Because we heard for a while it was colleague. Like, that seemed to be the big thing was colleague, colleague, colleague. And then we were hearing, oh, he might stay at Toyota, maybe 2311. Um, that doesn't, that's not happening. Um, and then for a hot minute, it's not like it might be Stuart Haas. Maybe my theory was right. It's not. And um, according to the, uh, Jordan, the, the athletic, Jordan Bianchi, uh, he said that Childress came into the picture in recent weeks, again, which adds up. Yes, because he's salty, which makes sense because RCR was not mentioned at all. No one had mentioned them at all until like about a month ago, and here we are. Yeah, would Kyle Busch have not had a deal if Richard Childress never showed up, wanting to get back a Toyota? I still think he would want to call it. But I think it, it's like the deal still wouldn't be up. Like, they probably signed this, like, in the last week. Yeah. This so. is so interesting. So, little notes here. Uh, Kyle Bush confirmed uh, last night that he will have an announcement on Tuesday, which will probably when this up- episode goes up. So, by the time this episode's up, it'll probably be confirmed. No, I'm blowing it tonight. RCR. I'm blowing it tonight. I ain't messing around. Oh. Okay. By time, but by the time y'all listening to it, it's probably professional Tuesday. Professional operation. Okay. Okay. I ain't messing around anymore. So as of recording, <laughs> to just play, to, man. to cover all bases, to cover cover my ass here. Uh, as of recording, the it's announcement 12th, is tomorrow, Monday. Yes, at six p.m. Central Time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 
but yeah, it'll be coming tomorrow, probably around 10 a.m. Eastern, I bet. Yeah. Um, but a few things. Uh, Bob Pachris said at the tweet up yesterday, and we're going to find this out tomorrow, so I feel like I can say this. Uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports is expected to go to Chevrolet. This is what Bob Pachris was saying at the tweet up. Um, it is not likely that any of the drivers will, meaning John Hunter Nemechek, uh, Chandler Smith, I believe Corey Heim. Is that the other one? Sure. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's part of the Toyota stuff. Okay. So apparently all those three are all signed to Toyota, not KBM directly. Interesting. Um, and I guess John Hunter said in his interview when he won the truck race was something about how he doesn't know what he's doing next year or something. Um, and a name that was thrown out that Bob, I think, I think it was Bob or Gluck, one of the two, obviously there were the two there, but one of them said that they could see Ty Dillon going into a KBM truck uh, uh, to replace John Hunter Nemechek. And there'd be that connection. That's another grandson of I Childress. Think... So. Yeah, that's, that's what kind of led me down my little uh, theory about that third charter is because. Yeah, yeah, KBM. That's a great point, though. And I don't know. This is going to be really interesting. I don't know if KBM itself is going to be announced tomorrow going to Chevy. We're going to find out. Like, I'm pretty sure That's... it's going to happen that way. But, um, And one other thing. This is an incredible failure by Toyota. How do you let your most successful driver go away like this? They well, should have had him signed months ago. Toyota should have been willing to put their own name on that car. And they said they would not do that. That's crazy. Like that, Kyle Busch is one of the biggest names in NASCAR. It is this, kinda... this is like if Jeff Gordon left Hendrick. It really Basically. is. And has this ever happened in NASCAR? Like, could we talk about... Like, only Jimmy, I, Jimmy never like, left Hendrick... You know, like the, Dale, like Dale Jr. Maybe yeah. leaving DEI. That maybe is but kind that's, of that's, that's still Chevrolet. Has anyone left a manufacturer like this? And yeah, like Dale, that was different. Like that was different. Yeah, like, that was different. This is DEI was dying. Kyle so. Busch has won championships with this organization. Like he's, mm -hmm. and it's not like Brad who like went to start his own team. Even like this is Brad was still with Ford. Like Kyle. He's leaving because they just couldn't get a contract together. Like he, I don't. I, <sighs> Toyota will say otherwise. I don't think Toyota wanted to anymore. Yeah, they wanted Ty Gibbs because if it's just so weird. It is so weird. How this is like if Jimmy Johnson and let it goes back to this grandson <laughs> thing. That's what this is all. <laughs> it's like Lowe's. If Lowe's left. When Lowe's Earlier. left Jimmy Johnson, and then it's like they couldn't find Ally or something. And then like, and Jimmy oh, had Jimmy. to go to somewhere else. Yeah. Like, but, like, Rick Hendrick wouldn't do that to Jimmy Johnson. They wouldn't. Joe well, Gibbs and Toyota let this happen to Kyle. They Bush. are ruthless. Like, we can't seen believe them it. With their drivers. They, they we are. saw them with Eric Jones. We saw them with Matt Kent. They did that. They did Matt Kent of dirty. They, they did Matt Kent of so dirty. Denny, Denny Hamlin better hope FedEx don't like. If FedEx ever leaves, Denny Hamlin's running from Joe Gibbs. He's gone. I mean, right? Like, yeah. Apparently, like that's crazy. Yeah. JGR is ruthless. They don't care. Toyota should be ashamed. They have twenty three eleven now. If they really wanted him, they could. If Joe Gibbs didn't want to pay it, 
Toyota could and put him in a 2311 car, and they couldn't come to a deal there even. Yeah. Toyota has billions of dollars. They totally could have Did you enjoy the tweets that Dale Jr. made with, like, the basketball emojis? That's kind of what the, that's kind of how the news broke. Yeah. <laughs> was Dale Jr. tweeting that Bush pointing finger two and eight, and then Adam Stern had to make a tweet, and then Dale was trolling and did the basketball tweet. Yeah. And there were thirty two basketballs, by the way. So I guess if twenty three eleven is gonna have a third card be the thirty two. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. yeah um it was all right. funny. Um is that all we have to talk about Kyle Bush? Unless Jackson has something else to say about it. I think I'm... Jackson needs a guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> we are kicking uh, Jackson out. Bye! Yeah, time for no, me to go. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't think I have anything else to say on Kyle Bush. I think it's, he's definitely the best uh, active driver, and I think I will be, I'll be interested to see his performance versus Austin Dillon, yeah, and also think, just Kyle's demeanor. Do we think... Uh, Kyle Busch can win at Childress in the eight car because I think he can. 100%. Yeah, he'll get a, he'll get a win. I don't know. What if do you think? I don't, he's, can, I don't think he can be a champion there. I don't know. Right? Hard to... Like, can he make a championship four run in I, a Childress well, I think car? Tyler Reddick can. I feel like if so, Reddick can, but yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> All right, Jackson. Yeah, well, thank, thank you so thanks, much. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm glad I could. Uh, stop yeah. by even for just a little bit. Yep. Uh, but yeah, two years. You guys are coming up to 100 episodes. Oh it's been God. really. Uh, hey, and you, you, know. you know what cool. they say about 100 starts? Yes. Hey, there you go. Oh, oh, oh. We're about to hit our stride, Alex. <laughs> yeah. We're about to get going to the moon. Let's do it. <laughs> to the moon. All right. All right. Yeah, thanks, guys. Right, Talk to you. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I guess I'm stuck with you, Alex. Um. I guess I'm stuck with you, Zach. I don't know what we're going to do now. Well, speaking of stuff that sucks, um, Max Verstappen won Formula 1 again at, I guess, Monza. <laughs> Ain't nobody watching up- Formula and- 1. I literally don't care. I actually <laughs> don't think I'm going to watch F1 for the rest of the year. I don't care. Ferrari did another oopsie. Uh, Red Bull, you know, for- Verstappen won. Lewis had the drive through the back because Mercedes car, they suck. Um, yeah, that's F1. Yeah, I genuinely. I heard the race care. ended under yellow, and people were complaining about it, which of course they are. Um, I'd ra- I yeah. wish Abu Dhabi ended under yellow. I'm just gonna say I that. wish Abu Dhabi ended. Under Every yellow. time we talk about Formula One, it's oh. just like that's su- it's like Max Verstappen won. That sucked. Abu Dhabi. That I always yep. mention Abu Dhabi. <laughs> okay, but yeah, um, talk about know. the good F1. open wheel series. Um, yes, the good open wheel series. So, IndyCar. Yes, and this will be a good transition to our um after the break our fuck uh the the, the Lugina Seca talk. But yeah, so IndyCar looking to shift the schedule in the spring to have quote regular rhythm of events. And who said this, Alex? The CEO <clears throat> of IndyCar, Mike Mark Miles, who also said that they are interested in the Denver market. Which okay. I I love you know I love the you know making a more rhythm rhythm of events in early yeah. season because that is IndyCar's problem okay I'm like and you know where my brain goes Alex my brain goes oh this is a perfect chance to get more ovals on the schedule we could get New Hampshire we could get maybe dig up the grave of Kentucky we could go I don't know we could do literally anything okay. 
Um, mm-hmm. But of course, a str- another street circuit, because we don't have enough of them. I I think Denver would literally just be a replacement for Nashville when Nashville's inevitably garbage again. Well, I hope whoever designed Nashville doesn't design Denver. Does Denver have a bridge, Alex? Um, not that I know of. Thank I've been God. there twice. Thank but... God, because maybe this track design will actually be good. Nashville's it would be track really design, pretty. Nashville's really track pretty. design sucks because they wanted that bridge so bad, and I will stay on that hill. I think the bridge is the only good part of Nashville. <laughs> But it's like the stuff around the bridge, though. That's the problem. It's like true, you, have, true, you then true, have true, to true. race around the stuff in the. I don't know. But anyways. So, but um, to talk about the regular rhythm of events. Quote: um, They want to have more races in the spring, which I sure hope you do. You I need- sure <laughs> hope you do. Yeah, you have like three races before you're the biggest race in the world. Like, yeah, let's get some. Let's get something going. Like they have one race, one race in March, one in April, then May, you have the Indy GP, then you have the Indy Five Hundred, and then we have like ten in a row in the summer. So, like what, it's so bad. Take IndyCar yeah. to Charlotte and New Hampshire. Not Charlotte. Someone gonna die at Charlotte. But like, Charlotte come Roble? on, dude. No, bitch. I need ovals. I okay. am tired okay. of these. I want ovals. Iowa was so good. Gateway was so good. I don't want y'all to add any more tracks unless it's an oval. I'm sorry. I don't want New Hampshire. New Hampshire at least. Like, because that's actually doable. And They safe. teased Milwaukee at one point. Milwaukee? But I, don't, I don't know if Milwaukee's going to happen. I will I will oh. do some favors to get Milwaukee on the schedule. Oh, me too, girl. Me too. New Hampshire would be really feasible, I feel. Because they only have one NASCAR weekend now. They have that weekend with just modifieds. They got plenty of... So... They have plenty of... Make it happen. It's on the table. Yeah. It's gotta be on the table, man. Yeah, um, I, I sure hope it is, at least. Don't go in adding these Denver street courses. I'm not trying to bag on Denver. I'm just... Come on. I'm so over adding these goofy, goofy street courses... These uh-huh. goofy goober Mickey Mouse Nashville Music <laughs> City GP, the Mickey Mouse mm. Grand Prix. Like I'm over it. Okay, <laughs> I'm so over. I'd rather race at Walt Disney Speedway. Yeah. Like stop. <laughs> Please add Milwaukee and New Hampshire, Charlotte. Maybe s- suck NASCAR off. Get race at Homestead. I don't know. Okay. Please. Oh my god. Homestead would be so good. Please. So good. We were so close. Richmond. Try Richmond. Richmond? Please. See, it's if, every if time they, I have to think about the SMI tracks. If they try Richmond, <clears throat> they were going to, but the NASCAR said no. And then COVID happened. Like, Zach and I would be there. I would fly my ass out to Richmond. I don't care. I would do it. I'd be please. there every time. Yes. Oh, please. It'd be another race for Joseph to win, too. Roger. Roger, please. See, Joseph Newgarden <laughs> did not win the championship because there's only five ovals. <laughs> there's only five oval races. Mm. That's why. Yeah, that that is why. Yeah. That is why. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> Hit up Pocono. I don't know what it was. <laughs> uh, no. I, I'd rather not go y'all to Pocono. Y'all are phobic. Pokenophobic. I am Poconophobic. You are Poconophobic. I am, I am so I sure tired am. of you Poconophobes. Oh my god. That's my favorite word. Um. Anyways. Uh, are we ready? Is that all we got to say about that? Yeah. I yeah. think. Okay. 
Well, we'll see y'all after the break. All right, welcome back. I'm going to wrap up today's podcast by talking about the IndyCar race, the finale, the championship at Laguna Seca. Spoiler alert, nothing happened. Um, <laughs> Like, <laughs> Will Power won the championship. Um, I won't, Not to say that nothing happened, um, because obviously yeah. stuff did happen. Um, it was actually kind of an interesting race. Um, yeah, but... I, I watched it. I watched it when I got home from Kansas. Um, I liked it. Um, not the most exciting race by any means, but uh, yeah, Will Power got his second championship. I think well deserved. Congratulations to him. Yeah, because he's lost. He could be a five time champion if things actually went right for him every year. Um, yeah, he's really a Martin Truex. Him. He's a Martin Truex. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's good for Will. Again, he ran the best season of anybody. Like, he ran a really good season. He never slipped up. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Alex Pillow ended up winning the race, which, like, where did this come from? He dominated the the later stages of the race. It's just like, what? Where did this come from? (laughs) Because he's been, like, a seventh-place guy all year, and then all of a sudden he's 30 seconds ahead at Laguna Seca. And by the way, where was Colton Herta? What? <laughs> this was like this has been Colton Herta's track. Getting me he's my just fantasy not point. There. That's what he was doing. No, I actually got the fantasy point still. You did? Yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> where was Scott Dixon? What the hell? Scott Dixon was like 14th, girl. Oh. Yeah, he did not yeah. turn up the heat. He could have won that championship. Well, no, no one was winning that championship. I mean, that's the thing. Will Power made sure that no one was going to win that championship by just yeah. Scott Dixon has finished fourth or better, like majority of the races this year. Yeah, it's been real. It was really impressive. He has the consistency. And I'll tell you what. Before we go back to Polo, um, if Scott McLaughlin and Joseph Newgarden can be consistent, everyone's el- everyone else is in trouble. Because True. those two are another level, honestly. And At Will Power won on consistency. If Colton Herta could even be, like, mildly well, that's consistent. Not, that's not going to happen. Right, exactly. Because he's, like, way farther down the order. Like, he only has that one win at... Or no. No, yeah, he's that one win at Indy this year. Yeah. Like, yikes. Yeah. But um, he should go to F1, definitely. Um. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'll be that'll work yeah. out. Uh, so Alex Pillow, uh, after the race, uh, I forget who it was. Someone asked one of the reporters asked him like, "Are you gonna be back in this car next year?" And you know he can't answer that, but he kind of made it sound like he might. He's like, "Oh, you know, I'm really happy here, and we'll see." He didn't say no. Normally he's like, "You know, I can't answer that," but he was like, "We'll see." And then Chip Ganassi actually tweeted about uh, Pillow's win, so. I don't know. We'll we'll see. He did. I, I'm gonna look at that tweet. Keep talking. But I don't know. I I wonder what's going on here with the tens. I think they tried getting David Malukas. Malukas is staying at HMD. It sounds like. Um, I don't know. And I guess they tr- Ganassi tried getting an F2 driver. I don't know who. Um, I don't follow F2. I follow IndyCar. You know. I don't follow F2. I don't follow F3. Super license points, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, apparently they tried getting 
someone in F2, and that didn't work out either. Um, so maybe they're just going to let Pelot drive it again next year, after all that. So we'll see. And I guess someone at Ganassi also said, I forget who it was there, but they said, oh yeah, we really like Felix Rosenquist. I said this on the broadcast. And I guess it was like a joke, but they were also kind of serious. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh no. If Pelot drives a 10 car next year, it's going to be the really funny this after this whole summer and he still drives that car he's he's still being sued but he's you know just still driving the car that's what i thought was going to happen with kyle bush but honestly yeah yeah so um let's talk about joseph newgarden's day started last uh spun it in qualifying made a mistake i'll tell you what i took a break from splatoon 3 to watch qualifying Joseph spun about five minutes in. I turned off qualifying and went back to Splatoon. I was like, I th- that's a sign. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> nope. I was not. But still no rallying. No negative energy. Tell you what, rallying to finish second. Because if he would have won that race, I believe it would have put power in a position where power lost one or two spots. Joseph's the champion. Yeah, it would have. Unfortunately, yep. he could not catch Pelot. At all. If Pelot was just gone, it was so bizarre. Of course. Like, Alex Pelot's the reason we can't win a championship. Like I know. It all comes back to Pelot. I'm it, telling you. He's evil. Enemy That's number one of Pinsky Nation. I would sue him, too. Like, oh my gosh. Enemy um, number one of Pinsky Nation. Telling y'all. But you just gotta look back at Iowa, too. You gotta look back at um the questionable if, things if he, Cindric did. You gotta look if back. If he wins Iowa, too. If he wins Iowa, too, he's champion. Easy. If Cindric doesn't make a weird call... Last week at Portland, he'd have a couple more points. If he doesn't make that weird call at Nashville, maybe it's really be a shame. Points there, because like those, because you know you get a lot of points for winning. Joseph has a lot of points from those wins, but he still made too many mistakes. Because Power yeah. again only has that one win at uh, not even Detroit. Toronto. Detroit was it? Detroit? I think it was Detroit. It was Detroit. I remember now. Yeah, yeah Dixon won Toronto. But, you know, Dixon as well, when you look at these wins here, Dixon was going to win the Indy 500 until he sped on pit road. Dixon would have been champion if he won the 500. Yeah. And Erickson would have been, like, seventh in points. Erickson fell off a cliff last five races. Kind of weird to see that. They they, uh, they threw away that championship. They and were I said so this. Hard. They were. I said this last week, but Scott McLaughlin, if he holds on to Texas... If he hold if he holds on a gateway, if Scott McLaughlin gets around Dixon at Nashville, that's three more wins. Dixon's not Dixon. McLaughlin is right there in the championship yeah. as well. Tell you what, so, Scott McLaughlin's got his belt. In in NASCAR starts, he's almost at his hundredth. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in NASCAR starts. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. dog ears. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um the early we talked about this uh, last week too, but early championship favorite for twenty twenty three, you gotta say it's Scott McLaughlin, right? Or would you say it's Joseph Newgarden? Like it, I, I think it's, it's one of the bus bros. It's one of them, or yeah, I guess if favorites. Like yes, favorites. Like I guess you could say Power, you could say Dixon, but who's winning the races right now? It's Joseph Newgarden and Scott McLaughlin. It really is. Um, how many races? Joseph won like what five this year or four? Mm-hmm. Five. He won five. And yeah. Scotty won like one, two, three. 
I think so. Yeah. So that's eight. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah. But yeah, Let they they them. both I won. Check. I have no idea. They won about half the season. Yeah. Either way, they won like half. Well, not really, but well, yeah. Okay. I believe yeah. Scott won. Scott won three, I think. I got it. But check. anyway, I have no idea because he won Portland, he won St. Pete, and he won. I don't know. I'm checking right now. He Did he won... win Long Beach? No, Who Joseph. Won Long Beach? Joseph won Long Beach. You jo- idiot. Joseph won Long Beach. <laughs> don't disrespect him. He has three. He has three. What the hell did he win? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where else did he win? The world. Anyways. I'm just blanking. Was it? Oh, it was Mid Ohio. Ow. What? He won was Mid-Ohio. that Fourth of July? Yeah. Well, oh, I must have been drinking or something. I don't know. You were drinking. I remember. You were drinking. Okay. I was, but. <laughs> God. Um. So. By the way, we didn't give out any slays or flops. Just really quick, slay of the week, Bubba Wallace for me. Uh, reason, to, bring the, reason to bring that up because I have a flop of the week to hand out, and that goes to NBC Sports. Not just oh, for, yeah. I'm wait, I'm here not for just this. for this weekend, but the entire IndyCar season. Not because of the broadcast. Paul Tracy's gone. That's a slay. Good job. Yeah. James Hinchcliffe has been amazing. Lee Diffie's been amazing. Townsend Bell. I love Townsend Bell's woes. The everything about NBC's broadcasts are great. Too bad What's none of the NASCAR fans can watch it. Exactly. That is ridiculous. And if the stupid double header thing that they do with NASCAR at Indianapolis, pointless. Because you get rid of the whole purpose of the, like, oh, we're working together now. Everything's happy. And you should watch both. Yeah, everything's great. And NASCAR great. literally and then, and the leaves, next week they go against each other. NASCAR leaves that 12 to 3 time slot open every week. They weekend. do! Every weekend. And I understand that IndyCar was over in California. So if they would have started at noon Eastern, that'd be like, what, 9, 10 a.m. in California? <coughs> but, why, but, like, why didn't Kansas start at noon? Because then it probably would have finished. It would have been, well, it have to start even earlier than it probably. But you see what I'm saying? It's like, why would you schedule a California race? Same time as this race. Just, it is... You're never going to grow IndyCar. I mean, marketing aside with IndyCar, you're never going to grow the series if you can't get other race fans to watch your product. And NBC is in a fantastic position where they could have IndyCar and NASCAR back to back. You could have it either way, flip flop them. Yeah. And you would it'd be synergy between the two. Right now, they are up against each other. Sure, put IndyCar on big NBC. Love that. Everyone else is watching USA. USA Network probably got double the, maybe triple. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And also, and now also the NFL started this weekend, so you had NASCAR, NFL, and IndyCar on at the same time. No one, unless you're a diehard fan, is going to pick IndyCar over the other two. Yep. I'm sorry. Like that's just how that is, unfortunately, and it pisses me off because IndyCar is the best motorsport right now. By a long shot, and only like a million people, if that, watch. And I think a lot of it is marketing and promotion and PR, whatever, with IndyCar. But NBC's not helping here at all. NBC Sports, I love their social media people. I love their broadcast people. They need to get scheduling figured out. They need to. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Ugh. Pisses me off. Flop of the week, NBC. (laughs) Scheduling people. Flop. Flop. 
Amen, I hope brother. it's better next year, but I have doubts. I'm right there All with right. you. Yep. Maybe it'll be better. Maybe not. If they pushing more, they're pushing more races into the spring that go up against the Fox schedule for NASCAR. But this, you're probably on the same problem because NBC doesn't care. Yeah, that that's NASCAR's just NBC on. won't care. So it's just like never mind. It's gonna it, be worse. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I guess. All right. I had my rant of the week. Hey, Are we ready for fantasy? The, at least you get the IndyCar report during like stage three of the NASCAR race. Very they, true. They reported on it. They're like, hey, we'll power win the championship. Cool. Um, any, yeah. Anyways, um, speaking of championships, um, we can officially, well, not officially because it's been official, but, um, we Alexander, declared this a while ago, Zachary, Alexander, congratulations on your 2022, um, gay racing podcast, IndyCar fantasy series championship. Um, thank you so much, Zach. Yes. Congrats. It was a hard fought battle. <laughs> oh Yeah. I uh, I beat your ass handily. Um, thank you so much for the competition. Thank you. I beat you by ten points. Yeah, it could have been more than ten points. It was. It could have been more than ten points. That is three race wins and a point is what I beat you by. Yikes. Well, I'll do better next year. The guys at the shop. We're gonna go to work and we're gonna do better next year. When I say the I guys won... at the shop, I mean the guys up here in my brain. I won the championship last year, too, by the way. So, back-to-back champs, yeah. baby. Let's go. Let's yep. go. Fortunately, we still have business to settle in NASCAR. Um, I got the point yes, with Hamlin. Hey, man, Hamlin, that was a good pick. Tell you what. Let, I'm mad, though. You know, let, no, 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 no. Before you, but before you start talking, before you start talking. Shut up. I picked, Will, I, no, I picked William Byron. I did not get the point. Zach's make it mocking me right now, making a face. But listen. William Byron was ahead of Denny Hamlin this entire race until about lap 220 or something. How many? And I understand. How many laps is the race? I know there's 267 laps, Zach. But listen, you clowned me because William Byron's going to finish like 15th. He was running like third all day. Where did he finish? I don't even know where he finished. He he finished sixth. Good for him, I guess. And, you know, Denny Hamlin was a great pick. (laughs) <laughs> Ham- Hamlin was a great pick, Zach. Congratulations on the point. I'm so happy for you. But William Byron was a great pick. People doubted me. Avery doubted me. Our friend Tanner doubted me. But you know what? I believed in myself, and I did not get the point. I'm going to say, what are you even it. trying to say? Because you still lost. So I don't know what you're trying to say. You're going off just to admit that you did not get the I, point. I don't know. No. I made a fight. Denny Hamlin, I know he finished second. That's what matters. He was running 20th all day, man. I, so, don't, give a, I don't give a hell. He's going to win the damn championship. I'm just saying. He ain't going to win it. He ain't going to win it. <laughs> all right, bestie. So, bestie, uh, if I can even call you that anymore. Bristol. I love doing this podcast. Okay. Bristol. Bristol. Uh, I'm I'm torn between two picks right now. I've gone back and forth, but I think I I have one. Hmm. This this race we talked about it earlier. Jackson. Um. Don't know what to expect here yeah. with this Gen Seven. Last week, so. I wish I went with Bubba because Bubba. I thought about going wild and picking Bubba. Me too. So I I'm almost gonna... did as well. Uh, okay, I know what to pick this week. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Joey Logano. Christopher Bell. That's a good pick. 
It is a good pick. Logano's a good pick too. Yeah, like I think with Logano, my reasoning was um, what was my reasoning? Well, he's been good on short tracks this year. The Clash, Martinsville, mm-hmm. um, kind of gateway. Um, he's been solid. Yeah. He's solid at Bristol normally. Um, I was gonna pick Hamlin as my safe pick because Hamlin is just. Oh. Hamlin has two runner-up finishes in a row to kick off the playoffs. He's clicking off those second-place finishes, and honestly, that's pretty good. But I'll take um, I think Joey can do something. Christopher Bell can do something too. That's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really think Bell could be like, you know, how we've had two non-playoff guys win. I could see him winning because, and he's already locked in, so it doesn't like really matter. Yeah. I could see it. So, yeah, yeah and Bell's been so good we talked about it and he's bristol's really good for him bell too, could so. use a win too he could use like five or more, more playoff more points yeah, yeah he could use some that'd be nice it wouldn't hurt um but yeah we'll see how that goes um but yeah it's a, it's what well, we got eight races left in this little fantasy championship so it's getting down to it. it's pretty yeah the points are zach 20 and i have 18 so it's still really close i could get a win and i would take the point lead back so yeah. it's really close. All right. Well, come on, Bell. Let's do it. That's about all we got for y'all. Um, it's been yeah. a pleasure as always. Um, you can follow us. I on... love doing this. I. <laughs> it's it's a pretty fun time. I get to come on here, um, and speak my opinion, and y'all can't do anything about it. So. You bully me for an hour and a half. That's great. An hour and a half. Okay. All right, y'all. Um, enjoy the race. Thank you, Jackson. Yes, you gotta thank, thank our guest Jackson for coming. I on, already Zach. did. I don't need to thank him twice. He didn't do that much. I'm just... <laughs> I love so my mean. favorite part of today's episode was like Stuart Haas never wants to change their lineup. They want Eric Amarola and Cole Custer forever. Um, that was so funny. God. Okay, thanks Jackson for joining us. Yep. You can follow him at underscore jtod14 on Twitter. Great yep. follow. Follow us at Gay Racing Pod. Follow me at DreamyZachGP. Follow Alexander at New Gaiden. Um, I believe that's it. All right, y'all. Enjoy Bristol. Yeah. I hope it's a. I hope it's a.